to another edition of Chop Greens. I am your host, Philip Amrine, joined alongside by, once again, the delicious, the luscious, the naked man himself, Gary Boucher. Gary, how are we doing today? Man, I'm so good. I've got three days left of being 24, so as you can see, I'm just soaking up my my beautiful human figure. I know, right? I'm, I'm, I'm just a whippersnapper still wet behind your ears, but I'm, I'm just soaking life up in the nude, um, appreciating, like I said, the human form as long as I can before it all comes crashing down when I get halfway to 30, you know? You know what? If, what is this podcast if not... For us. So I might as well take this tangent. Now. Yes. But the worst part about since my normal day job has me go into sports a lot. The worst part about being in sports and being around sports all this time. You want to know what the worst part, the absolute worst part of it all is, Gary? Seeing people who are coming out of college being super successful and feeling old type thing. Maybe that's what I feel watching basketball because it, they're all so young. Right. It's it's related to that. It's more so I, yeah. the way that I do it is more so in life where you are whenever you're growing up, it's like, oh, yeah, LeBron's in his prime or, oh, yeah, Kevin Durant's in his prime. And yeah. then like now. I'm like right now technically in my prime. Do you know how s- stupid that is? Do you know how depressing <laughs> that is to be like, this is it. This is the pinnacle yeah. of my life. If I was an athlete right now, I'd already What be- are you, 27? 27, man. No, that is literally the athletic prime when people jump the highest, run the fastest. And I, I feel that because I'm, you know, watching guys like Aaron Gordon in, in the yeah. NBA. For those of you who don't know, just, you know, someone who can jump really, really high for a really long time, you know, stuff like that. And I, I feel myself getting older every year and I see athletes, like you said, in their prime. No, you know, I, I love sports, too. And that's uh um, definitely hurts, man. That, and, you know, there's still like 1% of me that thinks, what if I got into really, 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 really good shape? And what if, what if I played professional basketball? Like I, I could probably do that. Like it's, it's probably a possibility for me because I, I'm not 27 yet, man. I got yeah, two yeah. years. Yeah. You're not old as All right. Um, which means that I now have to edit that out, but it's worth the curse word. Yes. It is worth the curse word. All right. Hey, Speaking man. of worth all the curse words, we're going to be talking about our actual movie that we're reviewing this week. Hey, Stowaway. It's a new film that's on Netflix. Uh, part of their campaign to create a movie each and every week. Release one, not create one, but to release one each and every week. Uh, and we go to this film, Stowaway, directed by Joe Penna. Correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm mispronouncing that. Of course, the cast, Anna Kendrick, Daniel Day Kim, Shamir Anderson, and somehow, someway, Tony Collette. They're bringing, Tony Collette. bringing in both. I don't know. She always feels to me as if she's the actress that is always too good for the projects that she does. She always puts in fantastic work. And yet she only gets cast in these like B minus movies. And I'm so pissed about it. Anyways. Anyways, this isn't what that's about. Here we go. We go to the film, Stowaway. I want to start out here, Gary. Where do we, where would you classify this film? Like if you were in a blockbuster of old and you had to put this film mm. in in a certain category, in a shelf, in a section, what section would you even put that in? Because I'd say that this film has a fair yeah. amount of problems. And that for me was like number one. Where after I afterwards I thought of it, and somebody asked me, "Hey, what movie did you watch?" So away. Oh, what? It, like, what is it? And I was like, um, uh, I I guess it qualifies as a sci-fi. Uh, 
maybe I don't know. Where, where would you qualify it as, Gary? Mm. Uh, I I mean I don't know if they had this category at the old blockbuster, but just like a a drama because it's almost like a, a thriller, but it's it's really not. <laughs> you know, maybe gets you feeling like that for like thirty seconds total in the movie. Um, I would yeah, if I walked into a blockbuster, I'd probably find this movie tucked away behind four other better drama movies at the drama section you know somebody would have watched it taken it back and hidden it so that nobody else had to you know get their hopes up definitely um i really appreciate there are things i do appreciate in this film as usually you can find with any film uh but it is a troubled film it's one of dude it's like right online with the theme of so many movies that we watch this year where it's like frustrating because the the seeds are there could be better to me middle of the road or maybe a bit lower than that and it's yeah sorry continue no absolutely i mean uh, as far as it starts out with the fact that it starts out in sci-fi that starts out pretty much from start to end uh in a rocket ship at the very least in space um i do think that the effects and and the images were were certainly great uh i think i wonder if the fact that we only had a four-person cast in this helped amplify the the effects and the the placement in it all but it certainly i thought it was certainly worthy of of a space flick where normally if you're doing a space flick or out and out and uh out in space usually that invites a lot of both cg and a lot of great visual imaging needed in order to uh, tell that story efficiently uh, because visually is where you're going to be bringing in a lot of people yeah, they have one sequence where they have to kind of go balls to the wall with like the uh, grandiose effects, which um, works. It really works. But what's frustrating is that the um, the filmmaking itself, I think, is is pretty weak in terms of it's, you know, you could shoot this movie in a week in your bedroom because it's all well, not really. But you know what I mean? It all takes place on the space station on the ship. And um they, I know that they don't have a lot of room to work, but I feel like there's a lot more creative ways to kind of shoot and stage a lot of the scenes. Like I can't tell you like the most important scene in the movie where, you know, the captain reveals to the crew like what has to happen, the choice that has to be made. They're all just standing in a circle talking for like three minutes and they don't really shoot it besides cutting from person to person. It's it's pretty boring. And there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. And I I wasn't planning on going here, but you took me there. I did. There were a lot of yeah. as many good choices. I, I no, actually, let me take that away. There were a few good choices visually wise of like of angles that they were kept on. But for the most part, for the absolute most part, they would choose weird angles and sit on them and sit on them forever to where it made it uncomfortable, where you're wondering, hey, what? why am I missing another vital character? When I only have four, why am I missing somebody's complete reaction to what's going on? Yeah, and uh, honestly, um, either you want to notice the camera in the best way possible with mind-blowing camera work, or we don't want to notice it. We we want to be taken through the movie and not even know that there's a camera there. And this movie, I'm like, why don't they cut what what are they doing with the camera who staged this you know it's um it's definitely clunky i can't tell you how many scenes there are with him sitting talking on zoom with little head pieces in sure um and 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 the choice to just sit there and just see them have the one-way conversation i don't know it's an interesting choice but i don't think it was the right one like Um, yeah there's a lot of that a lot of the the scenes with michael specifically michael specifically i think think is the 
the main focus of something of like what's wrong with this film i think all the elements that i had enjoyed about this film were robbed by michael's through no fault of the actor's uh performance or anything but just because of his inclusion because of his i mean he is embodies the stowaway that is the namesake of this film uh but like think of all the singular camera shots of when michael's sitting down fully recovered just talking to them at first or first waking up uh whether it be david talking to michael about the choice he has to make all this stuff I, I, there's just so many weird camera angles that are shot and especially when you have such a limited space you think that you get more creative with that 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 would be like the first thing of how do we make this this four person small very small shuttle that much more interesting well you know what we're gonna really focus on each and uh we're gonna focus on just one side of the coin here makes no sense absolutely blows my mind on why that was a particular decision um i I don't know, man. There's there's a lot wrong. Uh, I guess if we want to dive in more so with Michael, I think even from the first time you see him from his entrance, I I think we all knew just just to kind of get to a generality before I get more specific that there were going to be more questions than answers. You felt that early on where you felt purposeful, where you're like, okay, so they're just going to be more convenient than they are going to actually tell me anything in this story that I might necessarily have subsequent questions on that would really deter me if I'm watching this film and really make me question and not in a good way not in a good way there are times where you're like sitting there eyes wrapped uh, upon a film just wondering hmm how do they fix this knowing full well having the full faith that they will whereas in this film even from the beginning you're wondering oh they're not going to ever answer this are they dang it dang it dang it I don't know. There just seemed to be a, a, a major ploy for Michael to be the conduit of confusion, unfortunately. And it led to almost well, a dislikable character. The most confusing part of the movie, in my opinion, is also the most vital part, which is like, how the hell did this guy get up there up in this situation? How? It's like, truthfully, I like... I don't care if stuff is implausible. You just, I mean, you got to suspend your disbelief. But I kept on thinking, like in the middle of scenes, like, but how, how did that guy, did, how did, did this guy with there? this, with this, with this massive like NASA company, how did they leave some lowly engineer in like the freaking air duct? Like, why is he there, man? Give me well, something. I thought there was. Give me an explanation. I thought there was like, uh, yeah, he's like, oh man, I was just you know changing out these uh, screws and then we took off. I was like, really? That's I mean, she had to I, I, unscrew and, and lot, him from like, the panel. How could you literally <laughs> transport him in she, there? Yeah. What? Why? Why is he up there, man? And that's that's in the vein of what's going on in this movie. Um, I I don't think that stuff needs to be explained, but we we need to know some things or feel some things. Like what for happened? example, what happened to Captain these, Zara? Uh, How did she hurt her arm? Like I don't know if that was. Just oh, that was when. Uh, that was the, the when when Michael fell onto her out of the ceiling. He he hurt her arm, but it was still kind of like how just did kinda, he like break it? it, it was did weird. She, yeah. yeah, did she like did he land on it with her full weight and just? It could, I don't. I didn't. He it squooshed didn't it really really hard. <laughs> but like w when we take off for, in, into space, um, I think that a lot of people might say, "Oh, I want to know more about the characters," and think that what they mean is their backstory. But no, we we need to know who the characters are as people, and we don't 
really know besides like Anna Kendrick is a nice doctor and you know stuff like that and that's like how did Michael get up there who the hell are these people as people there's a lot of questions man that um, wrapped up with the uh, issue the biggest issue in my opinion with the movie is actually the the pacing more than anything mm, okay. um, it's so clunky but when you combine those two things together you're always noticing that either it's going too slow or it feels uncomfortable and then you're all, you have these question marks in your brain and you're thinking more than just like watching the movie I don't know if that's what you were doing the whole time but I was like always like talking to myself in my brain trying to think through this movie i should not have to be doing that you know watch a movie like uh the martian very similar ish movie where there's a lot of technical stuff going on but it's okay because they do the right things and we understand what's going on and we also understand who all these crew people are as people and that movie has like three times the characters yeah you know this movie does not do a good job of that i wonder if we're going to be attacking the same problem just thinking the reasoning for it is in different formats because for me i i thought that they were exploring the theology and maybe ethos of being forced to kill somebody and and uh, i thought that that was that, that's an interesting thing that i hadn't seen necessarily in space uh i've seen it certainly in island survival films maybe it's even just in a in a format where it's it's somebody's endangered in a situation where they need to be quiet and then they need to kill somebody in order to do so. I don't know what it is. There are certain situations where I've seen that. I haven't seen that in space, personally. I'm sure that there are films like that, but hey, uh, onwards we go. Uh, I, but for me, it was interesting that they focused more on that mm-hmm. than really exploring the characters' either backgrounds or chemistry between each other because I think that they relied too much on Anna Kendrick being nice for me to actually care and give stances <laughs> and and a foundational piece that I cared about the ending because I I guess I don't want to get into that too soon but the fact that the, whenever no the way, man you're I'm I'm right there with you on that okay, yeah yeah because the because the relationships that they built I really in order if I'm ranking them in order I think I cared the most about David David Kim I cared the second most about the captain. And then third and fourth were were a mix of Michael and Anna Kendrick. And if there was like a robot, there probably would be miles above above Anna Kendrick and Michael. Like I just didn't care about them because their biggest characteristics were that they were nice to each other. Is that Michael? I think that um, I I will push back on. I think that they do do a good job of just and this is like the gimmiest of gimmies in the movie like i do root for michael because he's just some i mean some idiot the scars were somewhat somewhat cheap man you gotta admit the the scars scars were were cheap cheap, but it's like like, i had to say my sister he's some innocent down-to-earth guy who you know needs to get back to his sister now he can't like that's that's all well and good but yeah otherwise i mean the three crewmates honestly I could really care less about them because they're just sketches. It's like Tony Collette is a um, confident captain. Like we said, Anna Kendrick, which I have written down here, is just a nice doctor. And Daniel Day Kim is kind of a stickler, meticulous, sneaky, nice guy. I don't know. They don't feel like people to me. See, Dan, uh, David Kim, uh, the, the character, I actually liked his actor's performance in. I think it transcended just what limitations he was had. He seemed to be the only one who was able to do that. I think even Tony Killeck gives an authentic performance, but it doesn't seem to necessarily transcend. Uh, looking about the entire film, I... I don't know, man. It just... It, it seems like for Michael, the, the fact that we didn't get any answer 
on how he got up there. I think part of that problem that is the that's i, I the cannot emphasize enough it's it's so ridiculous that this guy just got stuck in an air duct and like probably a multi-billion dollar space launch it's the whole world is watching ludicrous <laughs> there's this guy stuck in the air vent come on gary, man. honestly honestly it's come so on, man it was so ridiculous gary that I thought that there had to be a reason why they weren't telling us. So therefore, I was always on edge. Dude, I, I thought it was some kind of like Russian like military conspiracy. So like I, we planted a guy here. Exactly. I was like, because because otherwise, how the hell does this guy end up there? So you know? I was always on edge, thinking that there was something sinister going on. Thus, I was like, oh, I'm, I I I always because of that going on, I never felt truly connected to Michael because I thought that they were selling us a bill of goods. And at end, I would have at least applauded him, saying. Huh, that's kind of crazy, but I, I kind of like that they put a twist on it, that it was never fully out front. You always kind of suspected it, but you didn't fully know. No, no, none of that's going on within the film that we watched. All, all that's on is just mass yeah. confusion uh, to the detriment of the film. Once I realized like three-fourths of the way through that, oh, wait, this was just a guy stuck in the ship and that's all they're gonna say i was like i didn't realize that to the end i was hoping that there was more yeah. man i i was so disappointed yeah. and i guess that that brings it can i uh yeah go ahead go ahead oh you know what uh, on the note of ridiculousness and um i'm gonna swear so i'm just gonna give you a bleep warning maybe an edit out warning but i have to say it when anna kendrick tells her story to mr michael and she describes the job that she was doing that day. Yeah. What the fuck is beach watching? What, <laughs> what is that? Okay. I, I don't know if you bumped on that, but she was like, I wasn't lifeguarding. I was just watching this beach. Uh, what was, wh who gave her that job? Why is she, why has she been assigned as a beach watcher? I don't know if you've watched Kimmy Schmidt, but they have this ongoing joke of construction workers and their job is being a hole watcher. We just watch holes get dug. That's what I felt. I was like, uh, this is ridiculous. This is this is an emotional story. She's like, so I, w I I had a summer job, and they wanted me to watch this beach. I was like, oh, she was a lifeguard, and then she literally says, I wasn't lifeguarding. I was just watching the beach. What 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 is that? I think somebody wrote a monologue thinking that they were wiser or wittier than they actually <laughs> came across. Because the foundation Dude, of just, it was just say stupid. just say that you were lifeguarding. The story is exactly the same. Instead of saying no, I wasn't lifeguarding. I was beach watching. What? No, I think, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that part of the problem would have been okay. So somebody saved the lifeguard, or she she was failing as a lifeguard. She's a crappy lifeguard. But either way, yeah, that's true. I mean, either way, <laughs> I just um, I don't know. I guess <clears throat> I guess at by the end of the film. I was just so dissatisfied by the end. The ending was so dissatisfying, not because I felt actually any remorse or emotion towards Anna Kendrick dying. That was actually the least of the problems. I, I thought that, that was, I thought that was all right. I was like, okay, let's go. I mean, Anna Kendrick kind of deserves to die because she gave up the oxygen and was stupid on her way back, even though the, like the most ripped guy of the entire crew is like feeling crappy going up and down those those tethered. Yeah, we know things. that Anna Kendrick is like three foot eight or whatever. I was like, really, 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 come on. And uh, yeah, I I just thought that it was so 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 dumb that when like that was how they chose to end it. I would have much rather them ended by landing on Mars. I I just that did not feel like an ending to me, especially with all the questions still left on it. It didn't feel. Resolutory at all. It felt so left behind. Like just, just 
I, I was like, she, it was so stupid. I was so, inc- it was one of the most disappointing endings to a film I've seen in all of this year. It was absolutely disgusting the way that they decided to leave that off. And I was so pissed that I had spent and wasted time because of just how boring the film ended up being because you chose that ending. I think even if you end uh, moments before or like where they all die or had you had you chosen like another person to die, had you chosen Daniel to die, I think that that's a more interesting film. Had you chose them ending while like walking on Mars and then looking up to the stars in reverse, I think that that's a more interesting film. But yeah. the fact that you ended- I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, because... I think that the choice to have the person go out and sacrifice themselves and, and whatever, and then, you know, kind of die peacefully at the end. I actually, the idea of that with the movie that we have, if you were to like give me a general plot, I I would like that. But let me ask you this. Who do you think changes the most over the course of the movie? Probably. Okay. Daniel. Well, let's just say that these people are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So typically, typically the main character in the movie changes the most. Anna Kendrick is just nice, nice, nice. And then, oh, I'm going to kill myself because I'm so nice. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't feel I, I understand what they were doing. It looked nice, but I was like, I don't feel this at all. Also, I think that it was such a weird choice Um, in the sequence where they're going to go get the oxygen, which is actually the best part of the movie just By because far. it's so once, visceral once and it's like very, ending. very tense. Yeah, once we got past this yeah. ending, I was going to talk about that because that's one of the few very good notes about it. But continue. But but so they they go out and, you know, they fail. They come back inside the ship and then they basically they, they do the, they rerun the whole sequence again, this time with Anna Kendrick by herself. And um the choice to do it once and essentially take us like to the emotional and, you know, tension peak of the movie where we're feeling it the most. And then we're kind of let down and then they have us do it again with Anna Kendrick. It's like a a waste and they should have just combined it, I think into one spacewalk sequence because I was like, wait, we're going out again and we're spending the same amount of time on it. Oh, and now the movie's over. I was like, ah, they should have just made it one, one sequence. Maybe Dan pushes her in. He's like, no, you go. You know what I mean? And this is also part of the movie's problem is that it's about 20, 25 minutes too long. I think, um, which goes along with the uh, pacing problem that, that I mentioned. It's the, it's so clunky with pacing. But yeah, r- running that sequence twice at the end and then having the ending be with a character who really didn't change very much at all, where Daniel's entire worldview was challenged. Uh, hers wasn't. Uh, uh, that's just lazy writing, man. Yeah, I. you say it's too, too long. <clears throat> Excuse me. I would say it was either the appropriate length or too short, just misuse of time, misuse of time and answer the question of how he got up there. That's honestly, yeah. let's just say misuse of time because it just doesn't feel right with the pace that we're moving on in this movie. Yeah, because I, I guess that that's really all I can say is that the ending sucked. It made me feel very crappy about the <laughs> about the entire film and that with a very sour note at the end. I was very excited to watch this film. I, I had a nice little Barrow's pizza. I, I got myself a personal little pizza, mini pizza. Bro, I, was sitting I had a mellow mushroom pizza, man. Same thing. Go. I was like, I'm, I, I saw this was like a space movie. I was like, all right, okay, let's see. I had, a, I had my own pizza. I had my own drink. I was sitting in front of my own little TV. I, apparently somebody was driving next to me. I don't know if you heard that. But either way, all this is going on. 
and I'm enjoying this film. I'm watching. I'm like, okay, that doesn't make sense. And by the end, I was just so disgusted, so disgusted that I wasted time on this stupid film. It was, it pissed me off. Anyway, I was, I, I think we, we could segue to some of the few positives of this movie, which let me say they are like the gimmies of this movie, like that you better do this right because these are the strong parts, which are the ethical dilemma is engaging. Like as soon as we find that out and characters have to wrestle with it, they do a pretty good job of introducing that dilemma. And of course, you know, if these people were people, we'd feel it even more, but it's, um, it, that movie, that moment really caught my attention and carried me to the end. And then of course, you know, the slow burn of realizing that, oh, we're, we have nothing. We're going to have to kill someone or whatever. And then they have to go do the spacewalk sequence, which is great. It's just and just a wonderful sequence. During the spacewalk sequence, I'm sorry, did or I guess when it's her solo experience, did her forehead explode? I What happened there? It just looked like a, a massive pimple popped on her face. Like the first time that they were showing the radio. <laughs> I was like, I know that that's probably real. Yeah. And it's not like you have a lot to work with because you're in a full on spacesuit. I get it. But, but that didn't seem to be the best choice to, to show it. I think I would have show, much, shown much more deterioration on the suit than just like a random, random ass pimple pop on her face, on her like forehead. It was weird. It was just off putting to begin the whole sequence. Anyways, Anyways, uh, uh, look, the the tether sequence, you're absolutely right. That was the one part of the film. The tether, uh, the whole, the pacing was correct. And you felt, I, I felt nervous the entire time that they were doing stuff. Uh, even without the, the full-on stakes of somebody doing something, knowing that all four characters would die, created some stakes that I actually cared about it if, uh, if they failed. I, I was quite enamored by the entire piece. And there were a lot of stakes, and since the since there was a, a, a separation of gravity here and there, uh, there were moments where they're reading the the gauge, and you were just wondering, since you knew how far the film was willing to go to off one of its characters, there was a chance there that it wouldn't work. Um, I like the fact that it was solar radiation as opposed to the meteor. It's always a meteor, and then this time it was solar radiation. I was like, okay, that's new. I like that. I enjoyed that. True. Yeah. Um, I liked the novelty of that. And uh, I think my last thing that I can say that I really thoroughly enjoyed of the positiveness is it was a strong and good choice to not have the recorded interview sound through like or even whenever they're talking on the phone to not really ever have the other person shine through audio wise it really yeah that that half of the scene was a good choice i think because you just get to see tony colette do some good acting and like react without hearing anything but the uh visual part of that as i mentioned before i think was a little bit off but i i did enjoy but it really that choice too i thought that was nice and it really focuses in my mind the crew and isolates them so i think had the writing or dialogue been better or had they explored the characters more I think that it would have been a, a boon to this film that you were just stuck with these four four people. As it is, it sucks that you were stuck with them because then you're like, well, I, what did I learn? What did I do? But in in absence of that, I still find it to be a strong choice, a good choice that they made. And yeah. I really enjoyed that. Um, but honestly, all in all... Movie sucked. Yeah. I don't even know what I want to, what ranking system I want. How, on oxygen tanks, on depleting CO2 of cold filled oxygen tanks, uh, how, how many <laughs> out of five are you giving this stupid film? 
you know what, man? I um I didn't come in here to roast it this much. I actually think I was going to give it a higher rating than what I'm ending at right now. But I'm looking through my notes that I was taking when I was watching last night, and um, there's almost nothing positive and everything like like the four things that i wrote that were positive i wrote something that said but if they would have done this would have been so much better so oh, oh, honestly oh, oh, i'm um, sorry a one, great one last positive that reveal yeah, yeah, for yeah, the yeah, moss yeah. the other half of the moss dying was tremendous i actually really enjoyed that that, I, that was a good scene i was like whoa yeah, yeah. that is fantastic I that was like it was so good it shocked me because I was like wait this this is and really good it, 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 because it's not a good movie right imagine right. if this was a good movie exactly um it's it's just a waste of a premise and let me say nothing against her as a person but Anna Kendrick would really work in a movie like The Martian where she's like one of the crewmates you know because I think of that movie and they have like a lot of those kind of not great actors but they they kind of have an archetype in she the crew really she, odd in this film like an yeah, odd just, casting I, choice it was a weird casting choice and my girlfriend she was like i don't take her seriously at all you know and my girlfriend's huge into a uh, broadway right so so that's part of it but also um it just it just didn't really work um i thought she was probably the weakest of the movie no fault of her own but just who she is as an actress just didn't vibe with this movie at all agreed agreed so out of how many how many full oxygen tanks are you going to give this? Mm, I'm going to give it two. And the reason I'm going to give it two is because I was legit engaged in the spacewalk sequence and I thought it was a good ethical dilemma, but otherwise nothing made sense enough. Uh, there was not nearly enough payoff. Um, we've said it all. So two, I'm two out give of five. It, I'm giving it a one, mostly because looking back on it now with knowing how it's going to end, I would not recommend this movie to anybody. On top of that, it doesn't answer a foundational mm. question of how he gets up there. It's so... I think that they, how, why, I, why? I think whenever why? they were writing this film, they thought people <laughs> could get over it, but it's so glaring. It's so in your face. And I think that they just weren't satisfied with any explanation they gave. So they just left it as a mm. mystery, as a beautiful mystery. And forget that's that. That's why. You know, man, that's why you and I do this podcast is to, you know, tell people about movies. And honestly, that's a really good point. I wouldn't recommend this movie to anybody. I, I'd i be like, don't, don't want, I can recommend 10 better movies off the top of my head. 10 better space movies. Go watch Ad Astra or The Martian. I don't know. There's, um, yeah, you know what? You might have gotten me to like a 1.8. Because it commits the biggest um, movie sin the, of all. And what, what is yeah. that, Gary? It was boring. It was boring. It was boring. Boring. And I was like, are we right on? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly. And uh, if you have a guy that gets stuck in an air duct, please tell us why he's there. It's that's such a foundational piece to this film that I really feel <laughs> like they just overestimated how much somebody could get over that. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. And uh, the only the only uh, non-boring spot, that even if you look back on it, was the tether scene. And I think that you could honestly watch that without any context, without watching the rest of the film and still be and still enjoy it, which kind of says more about the rest of the film and how pointless it is rather than that. So, um, yeah, one one oxygen tank is all you get. You got to kill off three of the of the crew members. Enjoy. Have fun. It'll be painless. Go through the meds and uh, talk to you later. That's honestly how I feel for 
Podcast is Samaritus, not stuck in an air duct, Gary Boucher. I'm fully healed and fully ready to go for liftoff. Mm-mm-mm. Philip Amarine, thank you so much for listening to us. Of course, catch all of our old episodes on other movie reviews that are not boring, as well as future ones that we will be doing in the future. I believe our next one that we are going to be previewing right here, right now, uh, will be Spiral from the Book of Saws, how they're how they're advertising it. So make sure to stay with us next week if you are enjoying of the mm-hmm. Saw franchise like we are. Do you like seeing people get forced to cut their own eyeballs out and put them in their butts? Oh. If so. I love it. If so. I don't even know if that's ever been a thing, but yeah, probably. Yeah. There's like eight of those movies. Yeah, I think Pan's Labyrinth, uh, it wasn't up their butts, but it was on good, on their, good, good on their hands and their palms. Yeah. Yes, uh, listen to us here on Apple Music, our Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere you can go except for Pandora, because you know why? Why, Gary? Screw you, Pandora. Mm-hmm.